well, I already have a testimony. Uh, I'm selling my house so I can move closer to you to, to serve you. And I got the official offer Wednesday of this week. And so next Wednesday, they're going to check my house, see if they like my house. And if they agree, I agree. We're going to push forward and potentially in February, March, be moving over this way. So I'll be closer. So that'll be a blessing. I tell my, my kids said, why are you doing that? I come just to be with you. They always go, oh, that's so good, Pastor Keith. You come, you know, amen. Hey, uh, we're going to be in Mar Matthew chapter 18. And uh, texted Charlotte, I said, hey, what do you think I should preach on? She said, hey, why don't you preach on your book? <laughs> well, that was, I was kind of thinking that way. So here is the book that I wrote two years ago, The Scribe Anointing that's on Pastor Bruce I've had also. I've got about five book ideas that are in my portfolio that someday I think are going to come out. But this is... Uh, uh, I uh, went on the mission field in 2005, had a 24-7 uh, house of prayer based on the Kansas City IHOP model, if you know what that is, and we had our own restaurant called Miracle Mile, funnest thing I have ever done, I'd do it again. We had the best spaghetti and do maghetti. I'm serious, we were famous for our spaghetti, that never would have seen it coming, I thought the hamburgers would be the big winner. But no, the spaghetti was the big winner. American spaghetti, so wonderful thing. So this, this book came out of all the years of tutelage under my pastor, Gary Benjamin, How to Do House of Prayer Ministry. And at the time we went out, they were looking for ways to take this concept to the mission field. So we were kind of a pioneer in a way that we took the IHOP model on the mission field we had uh, our own house that we were renting, had five bedrooms. The fifth bedroom we made into the house of prayer, put maps on the wall, had our own sound system with micro microphone, the whole bit. I made a key to the outside door. Pastors could come in, use the house of prayer, lock up and leave. Uh, we did our own sessions. I did about three sessions a week myself. In the process, the theology for prayer became very clear to me. And so this is the book. I, I am on Amazon as well, just like Pastor. If you type my name in, if they can put that up so you know how to spell my name, whoever has that slide, you'll find my book. You can buy this copy, which is a Charlotte's actually, for $6.95. Presence Driven Intercession, The Power of Agreeing Prayer. And, and pastor says that phrase all the time, so I must be hearing God. Because this is two years ago I put this title on here, Presence Driven Intercession. You can get the Kindle version for $1.50. That's real easy. So if you want to download it on your phone, that's all I had until they graciously let me make the print copy through their publishing company. So if you want to know more about prayer and intercession, that's what I want to preach on tonight. So if you'll look at Matthew chapter 18. This is the verse, like I say, that became so clear to me as I was chewing on the thought, does God want to answer prayer? Yes, yes and amen. He does want to answer prayer. He does want to answer prayer. But I was always struggling with why did I not see many answers personally? 
And I, I, I say, God, I pray all the time. What's going on here? Well, is about two years ago, I was leading a group at Gateway Church. And as always, when I lead a group, I let the Holy Spirit lead, just like Bruce does, until he's done. And then at the end, we would get a prayer list and write them down. We started praying, agreeing prayers as two or three, agreeing as touching a matter. And we saw answers to prayer every week. I'm talking every week. And one of the ladies in the group goes, there must be an anointing for answered prayer. The office was like this, understand, right? Y'all would pray at the office and same thing, right? Well, it's because of the multiplied people involved. I was praying by myself and not seeing breakthrough, but when I added two or three as touching the matter, that's when breakthrough started happening. And this is the focal verse. I'm going to read the whole context of it so you know what it comes from. Starting in verse 15, Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear you, take with you one or two more that, here's the principle. This was talking about discipline, church discipline. But here's the agreement part. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. And may I say, every prayer can be agreed with. With two, It takes, how many people have a, a biblical prayer meeting? Two or three people. That's it. If you have two or three, you have a biblical prayer meeting. And, he, and if he refuses to hear them, tell the church, blah, blah, blah. But if you, he refuses even to hear them, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Moving on. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So there, there is some authority there. That God wants us walking and we can bind and loose. We don't, I've learned now, don't, don't go toward the territorial spirits. Don't go there. That'll get you in trouble. We need to bind and loose biblical things that are, that are in the scripture that said God says are ours. We can do that, but don't go attacking any fallen angels. That'll get you in trouble. That's on the recording, right? So hallelujah. Bruce, tell Bruce I said that. Tell Bruce I said that, okay? He knows I preached right. All right. So we can bind and loose. Now that, that was something happened in the 80s. It was called the name it, claim it theology. Let me remember. That, that was, that kind of messed up a bunch of us. Oh, just name it, it'll happen right away kind of. No, it takes a long time sometimes for things to work out. Now this is the right way, bind and loose and God will do it, but this name it, claim it, tomorrow I get it, I don't know, whatever, that kind of stuff just doesn't practically happen. It's got to be properly done to be effective. So bind and loose is something we're, we can uh, avail of. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm in the very midst of you. Isn't that powerful? Who's at every prayer meeting? Jesus. Jesus is right in the midst of it. As long as you have two or three of you, Jesus is there answering your prayer and doing it very wonderfully. So the power of agreeing prayer became really clear to me. 
I would go into the prayer room three times a week and declare the victories of heaven over Dumaguete City. Two or three times a week. And, the, and this was so funny. They, they, they were so used to American pastors taking over and stealing their people. About every three months they go, now, Pastor Keith, tell us why you're here. I go, I'm here to pray for you. They'd scratch their head and go, yeah, we don't believe you. Okay. But I, I'd, I'd keep doing it. I just went to the prayer room and prayed two or three times a week. About three months later, they go, now, tell us one more time. Now, why are you here? I'm here to serve and pray for you. So about a year later, they finally believed it. That's what I was there for. I was there to serve them. And they said this when we left. Keith, because your, your family came, our city's different. I wonder why. Because agreeing prayer was being said regularly over Negros Oriental, which is the province we were in. And that agreeing prayer brought an open in the heavenlies, like District 5. Open in the heavenlies on District 5. If we, as two or three, agree as touching that, how many think God's going to break opens in the heavenlies? I might even say, whoa, someday, Martha. That's what I'm telling you. Revival is really going to hit someday when you say me. I say, whoa, and fall out. <laughs> it really it's going to happen. I'm just telling you, it hadn't happened yet. I'll let Martha and you do it, but it's going to happen. And you go, revival's really here. Pastor Keith's doing it. You know, that's right. But that's what God does in a response to agreeing prayer. He opens the heavens. We don't go attack those territorial spirits, but we can sure pray for an open heaven. And we are going to continue to pray an open heaven over District 5. We are going to continue to ask the, the Holy Spirit to manifest the miraculous. Now, let me tell you some stories. About 30 years ago, I was in a prophetic meeting with Pastor Robert Morris at Shady Grove Church. And he was at the microphone, and he said, Keith Bulgren, stand up. And I stood up, and he goes, you will learn what the miraculous is and how to flow in it. I've told them, I looked at go, the miraculous and me don't seem to go together. I, in fact, I didn't really know biblically what the miraculous was. So I did what you're not supposed to do. I put that prophetic word on a shelf and just didn't do anything with it. You're supposed to pray into it every day. I know now. About three times I pulled it down and thought, okay, let me look into this. I bought one book on it. What is the miraculous? I found out the miraculous is when God intervenes when man says it's totally impossible. You got cancer, you're done. God says, no, not in my world. You're healed. That's, and I go, okay, I get it. Well, about two years ago, like I said, when I was leading this group, we were in a meeting, and the host home said, hey, I've got a friend in, in East Texas, have twins in the womb that are in distress, and the doctor said they may not survive. So the Lord had already told me, anytime you hear now, Laura can give a testimony here in a minute. Anytime you hear of a physical need, declare the miraculous power of God over it. So I prayed that prayer. By 8 in the morning, I got a text. They're out of distress. They will be born normally. And they were born, and they are doing great. So we just had that happen to, this week, didn't we? Laura sent me a request. There's a lady in distress. Said, God, there it is. 
I sent, I said, the miraculous power of God fall upon this lady, and she was released from the hospital. God wants to heal his people. And I didn't know all the second heaven stuff till now, but now I'd always wonder, I'd pray these great, powerful prayers, and sometimes nothing would happen. I just wonder if there's some fallen angel stuff holding it back. Can't wait for that book to be, is it already available or not? The fallen angel one. The newest book. Or is it coming? It's already available? Okay. Okay, so it is available. So, okay, so, okay, so, anyway, that, that, I, I just see that's the, 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 the desire of God. That's what he wants to do. He wants to heal his people, and we can be a part of that by the power of the Holy Spirit. So my question to you is, what are you wanting from God? You need to ask the question, is what I'm desiring biblical? Is it something God, is, is God's will for my life? Is there scriptural basis for it? And if there is, begin to decree and declare it. This is biblical. Decree and declare the purposes of heaven. And then begin walk in peace and joy over the answer whether you've seen it or not. You just decree and declare it. You don't have to see it yet to receive the answer. By faith, you can begin to claim God's best for your life. If it fits all those things I just said, God wants to do it. So I, I just had a real urging to say that tonight. Some of you have been through really struggling times. Is God even there? And the answer is yes, he's there and wants to reveal his destiny for your life. Christian ministry is not a spectator sport. You're not here to say how good I am. You're here to be trained up. I like to say, I, my job is to work myself out of a job, train you so well, you do what I'm doing, I'll go do, do something else. That's my job. I'm supposed to get out of, out of the way eventually and let you do it. And Because he has a destiny. Somebody should be saying amen. He has a destiny for every person. Everyone. Every one of you, God has something he's called you to. And if you will claim it, God will begin the process. Now, in my case, it was 30 years ago that this word came, and now I'm beginning to walk in it. Pastor's been studying what he's doing for 22 years. God's never in a hurry, but he's still going to do it. If you will be patient and wait on him and avail yourself of all the training he wants you to walk in, then great things are going to happen. Some warnings, do not step into things or try to do things that don't bring peace and joy. We've been learning about needless casualties of war. Don't be declaring things over, you know, fallen angels, stuff like that. Make sure it brings peace and joy to you as you walk in it. Let the manifest presence of God lead and guide you wherever you go. And he will not, never do you wrong. In the Old Testament, they were led by a fire by night and a cloud by the day. Translated to today, we can be led by the Holy Spirit every day if we'll listen. There are some days that are good days. Some days are bad days. Does that change who God is? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So don't get into the deal. Well, things are going bad. I must have messed up bad. It's my fault. 
he is still there in the good times and in the bad times. Persevere to get your breakthrough. Do not walk in presumption when you're seeking him, presuming what you think he wants to do. Get a word from heaven, from the scripture, from a prophetic word, whatever it is, and then stand on that word and wait for the purpose of heaven to be done. <clears throat> some final thoughts before we do some prophetic ministry. I've told Doug to be ready if he has something. Uh, God does want to speak to his people. God does want to encourage you. It's not, as I said, going to come quickly, but it will come. If, and he does it on purpose to make us strengthen our heart, to make us press in, to deepen our, ourselves so that we can follow him better. If we will do that, every one of you will fulfill destiny. Totally convinced of it. A lot of people give up before destiny is right about to happen. They, they persevere, and, and if you heard the story about the people that were digging for gold, they stopped five feet from the gold mine and gave up and walked away, and someone else came in there and dig, dug five more feet and found it. How many people have done that? They persevered, they got right up to breakthrough and gave up. Many in the body of Christ, and then they've given, oh, this Christianity doesn't work. That's not God. Persevere, push through. I can guarantee the breakthrough will come. If you will do that, I'm prophetically declaring every one of you have a place in the fabric of the body of Christ. Every one of you. And my job, pastor's job, is to help you find that place, get equipped in it, and walk in it. Jump up and down. I don't know. Somebody. Is that good? All right, what we're going to do now, is this being recorded, Luke? Okay, so if I give you a word or if Doug gives you a word, we're going to say your name. There'll be a way you can find the recording and listen to it. So Lilia is the first one. Stand up. I've been, you were not here last week, or I'd have given you this word last week. I'm still hearing the same thing I've had for you. You have been exposed to Benny Hinn. You've been around it. There's a fire on you. That God is going to, not in a quick way, but in, in God's timing, like I just said, he's going to begin to show you the fabric of how you fit into COA. And you're going to come to Pastor Lee and say, I feel the Lord stirring me in whatever this way is. Because this lady's been around healing for a while. So I don't know what it all means, but the fire of God is all over you. Just pray into it. And there's going to be a day you come to pastor and say, I think I'm supposed to do this or help here or do that, whatever that looks like. So just receive, seal that word over my sister in Jesus' name. Okay, Leo, it's your turn. You're, you're new, but you get a word even, if you don't mind standing. All right. Father, we just thank you for this, this hungry man of God. Thank you that uh, you've even done a, a work today to bring him closer to you. So I prophesy over you, man of God, that the four things I mentioned to you are going to come to you. You're going to get uh, that intimacy with Jesus you need. You're going to get uh, the ability to open your Bible and it jump out at you and, and be a word in season right when you need it. You're going to also have divine appointments of some brothers in the Lord who will help keep you accountable in the purity path that you want to walk in. 
you also are going to have the manifest presence of God show up in your living room when you turn the worship on. You are no longer, look at, listen to this, you are no longer alone. Come on. You are no longer alone, man of God. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, if no one else is with you, but he's going to astound you by circling you with some friends in the Lord you're no longer be the Lone Ranger Christian. You're going to have a, a, a cavalry around you that, that will help strengthen you and bear you up and help you get to the finish line. So be encouraged, man of God. Particularly the manifest presence of God is going to fall regularly in your living room. Particularly when you're the driest you've been in a while, he's going to fill you up, man of God. So be encouraged in Jesus' name. All right, Jessica, it's your turn again. You get another word. Okay. Turn your phone. Well, it's going to be, well, whatever you want to do, turn the phone on or he's got the recording. Okay, do that. All right, here we go. You can trust him. I know what you're going through. You can trust him that he is going to take care of you through the good and the bad. He's, he knew this. He's got it all in his plan, and he's going he's gonna to take care of you. So don't despair, don't let doubt and unbelief come in, but fall on his grace. Let him uh, provide the financial needs that you need, and he will maybe teach you some things to, to help financially, whatever that is, job-wise. But he just wants you to know how faithful he is, and he is still faithful, no matter what it natural looks like. Amen? Good. This lady, is it green, grateful? Yeah, you. Yeah, you can see. What is your name? Natalie. This is Natalie for the recording. Here's what I, when I looked at you, I saw this. There's something you've been praying for that you've almost given up on. And here's what the Holy Spirit told me to tell you, that he's about to answer that request in a miraculous way have no idea what that means, but you're to be encouraged because you were about to give up on whatever this was. And he says, don't give up because like the gold thing I just said, it's about to miraculously appear. So be encouraged. You came at the right time on the right night because God wanted to encourage you tonight. Got anything? Sorry, Lord. So when we were praying over here, one thing the Lord just kept showing me was like a clear mountain stream. And it's like, uh, lack of a better example, like Colorado snow melting. And what the Lord was, was putting on my heart is that for those who are willing to wait, uh, there's a refreshing coming. Uh, the winter's over and fresh water's coming and you're encouraged to drink deep. Drink very deeply. Savor it. Don't be in a hurry. This, this is not a chug contest. To see, uh, as Christians, many times we confuse volume with quality. And the Lord is all about intimacy. Uh, mankind does a thillion things of, of rambling on. But when you read Jesus... You just read a red letter edition of a Bible, and there's not a whole lot of words in there. I mean, other than when he's giving a sermon on the mount or something, then, then they're pretty together. But he's pretty concise with it. 
So uh, the only other thing I have is for the young lady in the middle there with the bun. Yeah. So what's your name, ma'am? Josie. All right. So uh, when I was up there during the worship and you guys walked in, uh, the Lord showed me that you're, going, you're about to come into a, a new season that um, you've never experienced before. And it's, it's kind of a crazy thing. He was showing me like there's, there's almost like a veil over one eye, and it's going to be very hard to navigate. When we have both our eyes, when we're driving or tying our shoes or anything, we can tell depth and speed and everything very, very easily. But if we just cover one eye, we don't have the same field of vision. We don't have everything. So we have to really concentrate what we're doing. So the Lord's wanting you to know you're about to go into a season and you will have to focus to get through it. But he's telling you ahead of time so you'll be at peace. And he's going to lead you through this season. Because you're unable. It's, it's one-dimensional for you. And uh, it's a... I'm not sensing in my spirit at all or seeing that it's a, it's a dangerous thing. Uh, it's, give me an example. Uh, thank you, Lord. If you walked down that hall and it was narrower and they just painted it, you would not want to run down it like a six-year-old trying to get to the other end, right? You're going to suck your shoulders in and make sure that you're... It's one of those kind of things. It's an awareness thing. It's not a peril thing. Is it? Okay. That's, that's all I have, bro. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, the prophetic is good. <laughs> so, Lord, we thank you for everything that was released tonight. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you would seal it in the, in the spirit realm, Lord. And we say, may it be so. Uh, Lord, we thank you that you are constantly building trust with us. You're constantly building trust with us where we can actually trust you. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. And um, so, whoa, so last week, you guys, I, when we were doing the prophetic and I was, uh, I started to look into next year and see last year in October, God told me that 2019 was going to be a year of loss. And uh, it's been that quite a bit, uh, personally, um, <laughs> I mean, it seems like every place in my life has completely changed. There's nothing the same. So when I was looking into 2020, I mean, yeah, 2020, that's next year. <laughs> he was telling me it's going to be a year of abundance. And it's not just a year of abundance for me, but it's a year of abundance for us. And it's the kind of abundance that he brings it's that kind of abundance of spiritual fullness for all of us. It's a fullness that he's bringing to us that are willing to give up places that we maybe haven't understood or places where we're trying to hold on to and like saying, I'm not ready to let go of that yet, but maybe we did this last year or, or maybe he's going to be preparing us in a place where we can let go of that stuff in 2020 so that he can bring in abundance in those places. And that's what I feel like tonight over you guys for us, 
uh, for 2020 is going to be a year of abundance in places that we can't comprehend. We cannot comprehend. And I think what, what, what Doug was saying is a lot of us, we look at the physical realm. We look at like even tonight, I don't know how, there's very little people here, but you know what? The, the quality, there's a quality that's here because most of you I've prayed with. Most of you, I know how much you love the Lord, and that is quality. And those are the kind of people that I insist on rubbing shoulders with and having in my life. And so, Father, we thank you for 2020, that it's going to be a year of abundance for all of us, but also a year of abundance for you, Lord, that uh, even as Pastor Keith was preaching tonight, God, and teaching, you delight in answering prayer. It, you, it brings you so much joy. And so, Father, we thank you that your heart will be delighted through our lives, through through this next year of 2020, God. And, and Lord, we thank you for that cleansing that you're taking us through, that you've taken us through in 2019. And we thank you for the abundance that's coming. And uh, yes, in Jesus' name I pray. Amen.